2: Hello and welcome to Tread for Paddock. This is the Devil's Podcast. My name's Joe. I'm joined today by the great Jay Motti. How are you? That's a
0: fantastic intro, mate. I love that. The great Jay Motti. Yeah, the the great Jay Motti, the force, the
2: The sheer force that is Jay Motti. And of course, the Casey
1: as well (laughs) is here today. How are you doing, Casey? Sound like you're glad to see me, Joe. I'm really glad to see you. I've not just been phoned in. No, you've not
2: just been phoned in. You've been here. You've done the news this morning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You've done all sorts. Yeah. I'm 11 o'clock. How is everyone? How are we doing? Yeah, good. 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 Ready to
1: talk about football.
2: Do you like football? Yeah. I do like football. You like football, don't you, Jay? Yeah. I do. There's one thing I know about I liked you. It for a little while. You bloody love football. Uh, I do. And really <laughs> <am> intermittent fasting. <laughs> <laughs> I love football. Intermittent fasting. And my children. 40. Me chil- children in that
1: order. It's a close third.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Pochettino, a bit about Solskjaer, a bit about Pogba. We've got all sorts of controversial talking points today. It's all gone a bit... Everything's a failure, isn't it? Po- Ole's crap, Pogba's crap, Pochettino's hair's all long and everyone likes him. Like... So, right, so let's start with Pochettino, who was on Monday Night Football last night, as we all know. They were just like, hmm, you ready to come back as a manager then? And on that he said, my energy's full, I'd love to be involved in the game, but at the same time, I need to understand that at the moment it's a good moment and that you need to wait. You need to wait for the right project, and I'm sure going football uh, sorry football is going to bring what football wants, and we need to be open and accept that or not, which in my eyes means naff all. <laughs> what do you reckon, Jay? Everyone's going, Pochettino wants to be back. Oh, he's coming to United then because all his shit. So. Uh,
0: I mean, it's been going on for a while and you think there is sort of some reason behind the fact that he's been linked with the United job. Even before Jose, I remember me and Steve doing a video at Old Trafford, uh, when Val- Van Al was manager and there was talk then of Pochettino coming in. And since then, it's just escalated. Now he hasn't got a job. And obviously, you know, we expected this. When, a fo- when he goes on Monday Night Football, we were talking about announcements mm. but no matter what he says, people are going to say, A, that he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's brilliant. Did you see the way he analysed that? It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, and B that he's hinted at the United job. Listen, I, I like Ole and I want Oli to succeed. I've said this all the time, all along. But I think it is getting more and more likely that we may see Pochettino in the United dugout. I <gasps> hope I'm wrong. I'm just, and that's not what I want. But with our league form, especially, you have to wonder. Especially, and with the board we've got, mm. how long this can carry on for? I had
2: a rumor that last night you did a, you drew a picture of your genitals, went on. Twitter, tagged Pochettino and put, hey, dude, analyse this, and then sent the picture. Is that true? It's half true. I delivered him, hand delivered him to the studio. (laughs) No, I love it. And it was origami. It was a a 3D piece.
0: But Maurizio, I've got something for you.
2: Yeah, what do you think, Casey? Do you think, A, that United want Pochettino? Because it's almost been like, I've compared it a couple of times. Do you remember when Boris Johnson was just an MP and he would go on Have I Got News For You and he did his little flags at the Olympics and everyone was like, this is a silly guy. This is someone who's a bit of a buffoon, is a bit bumbling, is all this. But like deep down, we were all sort of like, he's going to be Prime Minister one day, isn't he? And everyone's like, no, he won't. But he actually... There was a sort of inevitability about it. And then eventually, he was just Prime Minister, despite all our best efforts, despite the fact that even people in his own party seemed to think he was a bit of a, a silly idiot. It's almost like the same thing with Pochettino. It's like, no matter what happens, this rumour isn't going away. It almost feels like, at some point, Pochettino is going to be the manager of Man United. Do you think he will?
1: Um, yeah, firstly, I didn't know where you were going with that whole balls. Do you, do you know what I mean, though? It's yeah, almost like, no I, matter what we do, this is going to happen. Yeah, it just seems like there's the sort of inevitability about it. Like it's just that ongoing that it'll get willed into existence because it's just like, oh, Pochettino, because how United seems to do every bit of business um, in terms of the owners, anyway, is oh, we can get social media clicks, and obviously as we we commented on today, that one of they sponsor even birthday posts now. But like, if Pochettino's generating this much hype and name around him, sort of now, like. It just seems to be that's the sort of name that they'll see in their head constantly. They'll be like, oh, Pochettino's on Twitter and he's mm. trending at third. That's a great managerial appointment. It's like, yeah. why is he trending on third? Because he's not been in a job for a year. I know. And speaking but, about, sorry, speaking about that, he said, after one year, I can say that I was disappointed
2: to be sacked, a little bit upset and not happy. Uh, this was a club that after five and a half years of relationships, uh, it was massive with the staff, the players and the fans, I'm not going to lie. So he's talking, like I said, he's been out of a job for a year. Part of that is because he was being paid by Tottenham and there's that whole kind of like don't get a job stuff that you see you never quite know the details of mm. gardening leave and sacked and all that stuff but he's obviously ready to come back everyone's talking about him going tonight but di- I- honestly I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Pochettino signs for what was it Zenit St. Petersburg?
1: You Zenit St. Petersburg. Someone where you're like, That's oh, the Andre Villas Boas, Gray Yeah,
2: exactly. Or someone who you just think, oh, Sevilla or Villarreal. Like yeah. a, a sort of a, maybe not Sevilla, but like a mid table kind of Spanish league team. I think he's just as suited for that level as he is for United. Like, yeah. what has he done to prove. That he is the right manager to take on Manchester United. He's never had a budget to deal with. I know he signed players at Tottenham, but not the way he's going to have to at United. He's never he, he's never won any trophies. He doesn't have experience in that regard. Like other than getting Spurs to a Champions League final, well, which he didn't turn up, where they were, the, were yeah. awful,
1: then he played Kane when he shouldn't have done. Um,
2: what what like so? Let's say Ole gets sacked. Why is Poch the
1: number one choice well, here? It, it's weird because if you. From what I've always seen of Poch, he just seems very similar to Sochar in the terms of he just seems like this this nice guy that everyone's friends with and everyone like think well you saw we're gonna go on to maybe Roy Keane's comments in a bit where it's like Roy Keane was like there's no no one respects him, no one like he doesn't have any fight for him, the team's not giving it for him. Like they don't fear him, they don't see him as a managerial figure or they don't respect him enough. And like Poch is kinda like that in the sense of he's just a really nice guy. And everyone seems to like him and everyone always talks about him like, oh, he's really chilling everything out. And he helps the players and he brings the players forward. And he doesn't do the Mourinho thing where he's like, ha, 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 you're terrible at your job. Sit on the bench for five weeks. like. Um, but he hasn't really done that much. But I feel like it's just that sort of thing of, oh, he was the next big thing in management and he mm. hasn't got a job for a year. And you would feel like... By not getting a job, he's obviously waiting for one. And mm. what's the job that everyone wants someone to get sacked out of and given uh, given to someone else by the media and some United fans and stuff is Solskjaer. Yeah.
2: What do you think? Do you think... I know... I'm not saying he's a bad manager, and he did do good things at Tottenham, but he, he didn't take them from some relegation scrapping team to a, a top a top of the... Like, I think... Um, oh, I can't remember his name. The Wolves manager. Um, no, yeah, uh, Nuno Spirito so. Santo. Nuno Spirito Santo. I think he's done more with Wolves than Poch did at Tottenham. And I'm not saying I would want him as United's next manager, but there's a lot of managers. Like, Chris Wilder's done more with Sheffield United than Poch did at Tottenham. Like, I mean, really, though, when you think of Tate, where they were when he arrived and where they were when he left or where they are after a couple of years, Tottenham are a bit better than they I'm, were when he took over. But they also had Dele Alli coming through, Harry Kane coming through. They had Christian Eriksen, I think. Did, he, did Poch sign Christian Eriksen? Maybe he did. I
1: don't know if he was the remnants of the bail. He well, was the bail money. But, yeah. I, I, I but it was just like, yeah. I,
2: he, did, he was good with them and kept them consistent, which is, you know, there aren't many teams in that top four picture where they have stuck around the top four picture without winning any trophies, because the rest of them come in and drop out, come in and drop out. We saw Leicester come in and then drop out. We've seen even United and Chelsea, they make a portion, then drop out again. Po- uh, uh, Pochettino's Tottenham were consistently sort of top four challengers, despite not winning any trophies, but... Th- you know they were finishing it in and around the top four before he arrived they were but like you've got to look at what you expect and what you want
0: and like you know Tottenham finished third in a two-horse race that, mm. li- that season when Leicester won the league it was there for the taking and they imploded they imploded to the point where Arsenal finished above him and like yeah. f- you know if you're a Spurs fan the one thing you, you were looking for if you weren't going to win the title was at least we finished above Arsenal I know they did finish second under Pochettino another time but you look at it and you think the big test for me the ones where you think he's going to show that he's not just a good manager but a great one. He's not really done that. Like that time when he, he, he potentially he could have won the league, he yeah. didn't. The other time when you know he gets to the Champions League final, yeah. and you think, all right, then. Even if it's a close game or you turn up or you give the Scousers a bit of a, a test, fair enough. But he doesn't. They just didn't. It they was, were awful. They got an early goal and then they they, they rounded it off when Aariky scored later later on. But in between those two goals, there's nothing. No. Spurs offered absolutely sod So you look at you think, okay, he's not won any trophies. Yes, he's had Spurs consistently in the top four, but to what end? The yeah. point of getting in the top four is to so win the Champions League, and when he had the opportunity to do that or look like he could maybe do that, mm. he didn't. Plus, Spurs. When's the last time they won a trophy? Is it 2008? Was it? They
2: haven't won one in this like in the the 2010s. They yeah. haven't won one in that decade. So it's the League Cup, yeah. one, when, when, yeah, when we the when we won, we won. The, the double.
0: Yeah. So you know, if you're a Spurs fan again, you want some silverware. Yeah. And again, I go back to the FA Cup semi final. That team then when when they played us, it was a very good team. They had. They, they went ahead. What happens? Mourinho just out, out, outclassed yeah. him. We did, and we, you know we won, and I think we were fairly uh, worthy winners in that game as well. So he's always l- came uh, come up a little bit short for me. And I think with Pochettino is like Casey was are saying, he's a likable type of character. He comes across well. I know it sounds daft, but he looks the part. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He looks like a sort of a young, good-looking, well-dressed manager. He's had relative success in terms of keeping his teams competitive, mm. but they haven't. Actually, won anything, and I don't see how a manager who more or less bent over for the Spurs board you know, mm. that's that season where they went to the Champions League final. They got they didn't buy anyone, and they also mm. got rid of Dembele And, and also, let's look as well
2: right when you when you, I know that oh, they had this they had this stadium and all that. Well, 12 months after they opened the stadium, they signed Bale, they signed Bergwine, they signed um, who's the midfielder from France that they got. They've got uh, uh, Ndombele, uh, Regulon as they've well. Got, they've got Reguilon, they've signed loads of players this year. I, like, it's not like, jo- I mean, Jose's gone there now, and obviously he's a bit more combative, a bit less pally-pally with, with Daniel Levy, and he's actually got loads of players to sign for him. Yeah. So it's not like, I understand that during the build of the stadium, they probably had less money, but they only finished that stadium 12 months ago. It's not like they've paid it off. That's they didn't it. even pay for most of it. I mean, this I'm, is the oh. thing, right, like,
0: when you argue about Ole, right, if you don't want Ole, right, okay... Uh, even though I don't agree with that, I can understand it. But the, the reasons for getting Poch, like we well, don't, Oli's never won anything. He won it in Norway. Well, Poch hasn't won it anywhere. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, don't, Oli, don't stand up to the board. Well, what, Poch didn't stand up to the Spurs board. No. What makes you think he's going to come into a club like Manchester United yeah. and suddenly go toe to toe with the Glazers? It ain't going to happen. No. So the reasons that people say I want Poch don't make any sense to me. I like,
1: mean, I, I I take into account we're, we're doing it in the bubble of the Tottenham sort of question because obviously Tottenham is the, the team that's most comparable. But obviously he built up a lot of goodwill at Espanol. Built up a lot of goodwill at um, Southampton. 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 Southampton they, he made that into uh, like a top seven club when he was there. He did well at Southampton. Southampton. That's that's Southampton
0: For me, he was the first one that really sort of brought up high press into the Premier League. Yeah. He was the one. He that was like, of and, that. and he was
1: the first one who was saying like, oh, a team that's just come up can easily be a. a get high up there if mm. they just buy the right players and they play the right style of football and I feel like goodwill's carried and it's a question I'm going to put to where you where did he get
0: sacked with that at Spaniel? did he get sacked from that he might have done I can't remember I thought he got sacked um, in
1: Spain I'm getting that wrong I don't, it's sure. kind of I'll put this question to you can't but how, how much do you think that the goodwill of Poch has been protected by the Pochusino. did he get sacked at Spain? the Spaniel? sort of image that spurs a bottle jobs because mm. I feel like every time it, um, Spurs have done something wrong like it's always Tottenham finished uh, third in the second half race it's, like, it's not to do with Poch it's just the players don't have the mentality mm. they didn't finish on the Champions League final it's just because the players don't have the mentality Tottenham doesn't have that winning mentality and I feel like that's yeah, but, the image been. I mean obviously that's the image that's been projected and not so much has been given to the fault of they mentioned it on Monday Night Football last night but not much was given to the thought of until that Champions League final why did he play Kane for the injured but I feel like a lot of the times they always went it's just Tottenham that's just how it is. Yeah, but
2: what, so was it just Leicester as well? Then that's how they lost this third. Up. Yeah, they, but like, they came third yeah. in 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 this league to a team that never win the league. No, but what I so mean, it's not um, like they, they've got all this experience. Fair enough, Liverpool have won a few Champions Leagues even when they've been shit, they've won the Champions Leagues. But they hadn't won one. But for that's 15 what I mean. But I mean, that I
1: feel like is is the reason that Poch isn't getting or is is high, held in such high regard as it gets projected by the public image of what Tottenham is of just a bottle job team.
2: Well, yeah, I think that's part of it, but. I don't, for me, that doesn't really cut it. Uh, th- th- there's maybe something to say where you go, well, if he could get that team to the Champions League final, what could he do with United? You think, okay, yeah, there's maybe an argument. Um, and having the experience of getting to a Champions League final is good. But, you know, a team like Tottenham, when yeah. they're probably not going to win the league and when they did have a chance to win the league, they didn't. Like a team like Tottenham is about winning a trophy. Consistently top four is good in terms of the bank balance, as we've seen at United. Like we finish top four and not much else. Occasion, Do you know what I mean? We we get to top four and the, and the and the owners go, nice one. Take your foot off the gas. So for Tottenham, what what are they trying to achieve there? Are you are trying to be a team that, you know, is going to win the league? Are you trying to be a team that wants to win a trophy because. For me, that team—if you're consistently top four, and you're not—even the year you sort of challenge for the for the title, you finished third. What they need to be trying to do is win a trophy, win the Carlin Cup, win the FA Cup, win the Europa League, whatever it may be. But you know, other than that Champions League final, they've never even really looked like winning a trophy. I mean, in terms and of they that, didn't look I like mean, winning I that.
1: Obviously, like I'm saying that I I was proposing that because Poch, I, I think, had that Champions League final. He had probably one of the best. Teams that I've seen Tottenham have. He's probably better than some in some it's ways. probably the best team I've ever it's seen. Probably, it's probably better in some ways than the team that Tottenham have now because they had the defence of Vatongan and Alderville, who would consider two of the best centre backs mm. in the league. Obviously, they had Ben Davies and I think it was Kieran Trippier at the time. I'm mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. sure if he'd moved on or was it still, or it might no, be I Marien. think it was Trippier. Then. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, their midfield worked, and then they had Son, Kane, Lucas Morey, and I mean, mm-hmm. Like that team was put together and worked really well. And the fact is, is that they should have done better. Like, the comeback against Ajax was out of yeah, nowhere. but there you
0: go again, like, Lucas Moura gets an action. You know, he's playing in the final, does he? Mm. Do you know I've, what I mean? It's like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I'm not hating on the guy because no. it's not like he isn't a good manager. I said earlier, he is a good manager.
2: And if he, he does become United yeah, manager, will you back him? I sat manager.
0: through absolute dross with Louis Van Al Like, no goals at my end of the get- ground for three months. but still got behind the team and still mm. backed the manager until he, you know, he's gone. It was only like sort of the very end of, of Moyes where I was just like this, Can't is, just, anymore. this is getting untenable um, but yeah of course I will and you know he comes in I hope I'd love to see him if he does come in get back by the board and then say oh, well we've got a new manager let's throw some money at him but I just I think we're kidding ourselves a little bit when I say we I mean the fans that think he's going to come in and he's going to challenge the Glazers he's going to win us trophies he's going to do all the things that people accuse Ollie of not being able to do he's going to be great in the big games cause I don't mm. think Pochettino necessarily has proven himself to be any sort of Big game tactician, and as I've as Cam just pointed out, you know, he left Espanyol by mutual consent, whatever that means, probably means you know, gone, uh, sat sorry. Spurs, what 14th in the league, I know, ironically, United are loading that now, but you know, they were struggling mm. and he got sacked for a reason. So, we just need to sort of temper our expectations a little bit. If he does come in, I don't see him as the savior, he's not as successful as Mourinho, he's not as mm. successful as Van Hal, and they both failed so. You know, we might be kidding ourselves a little bit. Speaking I
2: mean. of successes, United you know, just sorry, Casey. Uh, the first hundred games of Ole's tenure have passed. A hundred games in, that's pretty good. No, I i think, do you know, after the end of the... Obviously, he came in, the whole PSG thing, you remember. Um, and then, obviously, the Liverpool game where it started to sort of unravel. By the end of the season, that Everton match was, I think... I still consider that to be the worst performance I've ever seen from a United side. The Everton, ever? Ever away, The 4-0? Yeah, yeah. For me, it is because it... it Not only were we bad and we got beaten, like the City six-one, we didn't play anywhere near as bad as we did against them. It was a mad three minutes one. It was a mad three minutes at the end. They'd given. It looked like all the players had given up against them. It it looked like they didn't like each other. It looked like they didn't like the manager. It looked like he didn't know what he was doing. He couldn't fix things. It really felt completely futile, and it was meant to be. I think as well after the the rush and the pinnacle that we'd hit against PSG, for it to all just completely fall out from under you. Um, I'd never seen anything like it, really, I don't think. But then since then, he's kind of been a bit more up and down. But at that moment there, that the Evan game, where I remember everyone remembers Gary Neville going, these players aren't trying. These players don't allow them the to time, only, only said Stuff some out. of them won't be in. Next yeah, exactly. Season,
0: and that's the first time we'd ever seen him say anything yeah. that was like negative towards his own team. So from, yeah.
2: that, from that point, which I think was probably somewhere around his 20th game, maybe in, in that ballpark, to now his 100th game, Let's go through a few stats first of all. So, is, is 55 wins, 21 draws, 24 defeats. So, 55% win uh, ratio for his first 100 games, which is the third best in United history um, behind Ferguson and... Jose's not higher no uh,
1: Ferguson uh, in the first 100 games Ferguson's lower Ferguson's with 48
2: he's got the highest ever uh, overall with 59 I think so it's Jose who's above him um, uh, and someone else as well but he's third in the, on the list higher than Ferguson after his first 100 obviously he's taken over a completely different team but in comparison this, this whole comparison to Klopp has been a big thing hasn't it so Klopp's first 100 games won 50 which is 5 less than United drew 29 which is 8 more and lost 21 which is 3 less in his first 100 uh, at Anfield but do you, how much do you read into the whole comparison? Obviously, we went and saw what Klopp did after that. Klopp had a bit more pedigree. He'd won Bundesliga twice. Um, he'd done a few other little bits like that. He would got uh, Bundesliga, uh, not Bundesliga, Dortmund quite far in European competitions as well. To well. the final, didn't he against Bayern Munich in the do Champions League? You, and yeah. also were not great I know no. they, they didn't get beaten quite as comfortably but oh, what was the result that was penalties wasn't it that no, one? no 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 it, the, the, it was at Wembley
0: when it was Iron Robin I remember scored the winner, but I think they were missing a few players yeah. mm. to be fair but either way mm.
2: Klopp had a bit more pedigree than Solskjaer at that time do you see this comparison as valid or do you think it's just a kind of let's pick a manager that notoriously didn't have the greatest start uh, it's Ernest Magnol uh, by the way who's above Jose and Ole
0: he was like was he pre the busby? first 100 yeah, yeah i think or so. something or it might have been well before busby so forgive me if i'm getting that one wrong yeah. i think there is a, some some merit to it because i do see a kind of similarity between Ollie and Klopp in terms of what they came into um, mm. you know i think with Klopp the scousers have finished mm. second a couple of seasons or the, the not the previous season Season, but the season before that. Yep. So there was a little bit of similarity there. That was a great year, wasn't yeah. it? Was
2: it Crystal Palace that game with the three nil to three? three. Christambul. Oh. Uh, <laughs> one of the, great, one of the greatest Man United Ronaldo. games of all time. That I remember watching that like three 0 up and they're like partying. The, it's it so started, good. It's falling apart. It's falling apart. It's falling apart.
1: It was the Chelsea game, and then it was like Brown a like week layers. I don't
2: mind seeing that either. I don't mind cheering for someone else losing. I don't. I don't like cheering for another a player getting injured, but if it's a rival losing
0: come on gorgeous I I celebrated that Denver Bar goal like it was Oli in the new Camp I was absolutely buzzing and this is when City were going to win the league that's how bad it was but anything but the Scousers I don't care Um, no I can see the slight similarities obviously like you mentioned the biggest difference between Klopp and Oli is the pedigree that Klopp had he'd Mm -hmm. won the Bundesliga back to back Broken that sort of stranglehold almost of Bayern Munich, got to a Champions League final, was sort of revered as, as the, you know the next big thing in management. We wanted him for a time as mm-hmm. well. Um, Edward would think balls that one up, shock horror. Um, so he has a little bit more in the tank, or oh, sorry, credit in the bank, sorry than than Oli does, but. In terms of the records, yes, they're similar. In terms of the quality of the squads, the inherited are similar. And I think there's a little bit of a lesson to be learned there because people always forget this. And I think a real watershed moment for me with Klopp was the nil-nil against us um, at Anfield. You know, when, obviously, drew nil-nil, but mm. Lukaku missed that half chance. David De Gea did a... Well, not half chance. It was a very good chance he missed. David De Gea did that save with his legs. Mm. Klopp was on the run of, I think, eight games without a win. Now, that was like... People, the scouts always deny this, but mm. there was a lot of scouts who were saying...
2: Is he, this working? Yeah, and because don't forget, he left Dortmund when they were seventh. Yeah, he, he didn't. Struggled. He didn't like leave in, in a blaze of glory. No, Dortmund, they'd, they'd been didn't bottom half of the table all, all season,
1: hand, yeah. all
0: season, and then they just about got to seventh. So he came under a, a slight cloud, if we were going to be sort of harsh. Then he'd have all these like these, this this spell where I think they got to the League Cup final, lost, got to Europa League final, lost. There was like the thing against West Bromwich Albion where he had them all celebrating a draw in front of the cot. Cop, mm. And people going, is this guy really always oh, cracked up to be? Had this awful run, got the nil nil against United, which I think was more of a positive for them than us. They looked looked, the I think they were a bit better than yeah, us as well. We, we were like, like four 0 FC at the time, and then they kicked on from that. Obviously, gets to the Champions League final. Jose's, although we, you know, we didn't have the terrible season that season. The cracks start beginning to show, mm. especially with his player relationships. And you know, you sort of see the two teams, two clubs have gone in different directions almost. But I just think there, you can look at it with Oli and go do we need to be a little bit more patient because mm. we've seen enough with these fantastic runs he's had two good runs on it when Bruno came in and when he first took over as caretaker because all he didn't get the job because of what he did as a player he got the job because of what he did as a caretaker manager mm. that's what forced him to get the permanent job so there's something there where you think he's got it in him I just think we need to be a little bit patient. I know that's not a popular opinion. I know those people are going to be in the comments going, Jay, you're deluded. Get poached so you know what you're mm. talking about. But I just do. I just think you give Ollie at least to the end of the season and then you can do it. Again.
2: Also, where's it Where's it gone that we used, United fans and United used to pride themselves on giving the manager a bit more time, on not being like Chelsea or not being like these teams where you have w- one bad season and you get sacked? Like Ollie took over a team that was, what was it, seventh and we finished sixth or something, you know. Whatever it was, uh, and then he, then last season we finished third. Now this season we're going into another year with we've already beaten PSG in Leipzig. I know that we've been shitting the league and we have been shitting the league. Yeah, there's nothing that. We we are currently on the worst home league form since we were relegated in 1973, and we are also on our the club's best ever away run at the same time. How is that possible? How are those two things possibly happening at the same time? So it's you think you've got to give him a bit of a give him yeah. a minute. Yeah. Like we finished third last year. Surely he gets the next season yeah. just as a courtesy. Not even, not as a courtesy, but you know, you've proven there's something there. We've got to three cup semi-finals and we finished third. Like none of that. See that record success. you brought up
0: though? See that record where you said Fergie's wasn't as good. Yeah. The thing with Fergie, right, and I vaguely remember this because I was still young, but I vaguely remember it. there was pressure on him, do you remember Pete you yeah. with his flag mm, and all yeah. that? But what Fergie was doing, and the reason the board and all the other board have always said this, we weren't panicking, we weren't critical of him. Mm. He was sort of established, stabilising the club. Yeah. He was getting rid of players that needed to go because they were just it was part of the drinking culture. He he. Tripled the number of scouts, mm. it was all about the youth. He, he redeveloped the academy so they could see that as a club, as a whole, he was improving us. and I think there's an element of that, really. Like, you can see how he's, he's nurturing some of the youngsters, which Jose just didn't give a toss about. No, like, he had no interest. Well, he played
2: also. him as a, as a way to bol- bolster his own CV. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it? I played, I, you yeah. know,
0: Marcus Rashford came to the academy, Jesse Lingard, I played them. Yeah. whereas Oli actually does care about the academy and does care how he handles the players and has handled them really well, got rid of a lot of players that needed to be moved on and his signings, by and large, have worked. Yeah, I don't think he signed, I don't think, you know, people may question Maguire, but if I could go back and time, I'd still buy him. Mm. I think we needed him and, you know, we've got some. We He's like, improved the defence, hasn't yeah. it? clearly. Bruno's yeah. been a complete success, Wan-Bissaka's been a success, you know, and, and some of the other players who it was dealt with like Marshall and Pogba where we didn't think we were going to get anything out
2: of them. Even Rashford, people forget yeah. the state of Rashford, not uh, not of him, but the, the the sort of the aura and the personality that was Rashford at the time was this lad who, he, he, he wasn't a strike, he was playing up front a lot. He wasn't, a, you know, he didn't quite have a, a, poacher's, a poacher's eye. Jose's on Sky Sports saying, look, he, you know, this lad's been in the squad for three years now. He's a young lad, but he's experienced in the squad and he's not quite got it. Maybe he won't ever have it. After that press conference where he sat there going, Now nah, do you see what I mean when I say I ain't got any strikers? <sighs> After he's just played the match. After Rashford's just played, plays you see what I mean now, dear? Yeah, that was like that's, bright, and bright and away? Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where Rashford was when Ollie came in. He wasn't the player he is now, and the man he is now. Where everyone loves him around the country, even non-United fans love him. He's, he got his record goal tally last year. He started with seven goals and two assists this season. That's not the player that was there then. It's easy to say, well, we already had Rashford. Pogba and Martial looked like they're out the door. Rashford looked like he might never be the player you thought he might be. And all of those players have, have turned it around. It's just the the idea that it's like well they were already there he's just being backed up by his players well Jose wasn't being backed up by his players no. when they, when a lot of them were still there oh, I feel
1: exciting. I feel like there's <laughs> there's a lot to break down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> since uh, I mean the first thing I feel like the going back a couple of points the thing that you said we always had that pride that we weren't Chelsea we weren't uh, City we weren't constantly getting rid of the managers I think that was a bit of a in a way a false pride that we had yeah because I feel like it came from having Fergie we, had, we yeah. went from having Fergie who was like well we're never going to sack Fergie we've had 20 odd years of greatness with Ferguson and like we're obviously going to give the manager time because this team's not going to stop winning like full stop it's not going to stop winning the Premier League out of nothing so I feel like we were like we'll give the manager some time and then we won't keep sacking him. but I feel like th- then it started to show that actually we've had 20 years of winning like what we want is mo- 20 more years of winning yeah. So it instantly became like we, that. The whole point that fans make is like, "Oh, we should be better. We should want fans." It's that it's never a thing. But
2: that's the thing though. I think at some point you do have to put your money where your mouth. is. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just say
1: it because you've got a good manager.
2: It's like saying, "Oh, I don't. I can't believe all these people getting new cars all the time because you've got a nice car." Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you need to say that when you get an, when you get your next car. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, it, it always annoyed me that that but, whole we, we pride ourselves on. You know, giving a manager a bit more time, and yes, a lot of that did come from the fact that we we could give Fergie some more time because he kept winning every I year. I mean, if you
0: look at the sort of sandwich or the around Fergie, like Atkinson got sat? What was it, two years after winning, less than two years after winning the FA Cup? Yeah. And then Moyes lasted eight months. Mm. Giggs was given four games. I know he's only caretaker. Two um, wins, two losses yeah. a year.
2: Fifty <laughs> percent win ratio. Yeah. <laughs> um, no.
0: Um, I think it was two wins no it was two wins a draw and a loss I think oh was it yeah but it wasn't great it wasn't like well this is the point though I'm not saying Giggs would have had the permanent job Um, but you know Oli forced the issue didn't he with what he did then you Mm -hmm. had Van Allo again wins the FA Cup gets sacked Mourinho finishes second within six months he's gone I mean it's you know, this sort of idea, I get where you're coming from because yeah. I've been, I've been part of, you know, we don't sort of our manager at United. Yes, because we've got the most successful manager in history. Yeah, exactly. it's <laughs> but but We're then, literally
1: the reigning champions right now. But then we move on to like the clock the numbers. And I think the thing is, is it's like the comparison between those two. I don't think, like, I feel like it's just a comparison of United fans being petty because it's Liverpool. And I feel like, yeah, you can look at the numbers and similars, but what that more shows is if you back a project... And you back a manager for a time. Because Klopp was Klopp was getting a very similar thing to Solskjaer. He was getting two or three players in. Sometimes it wasn't always the players it wants. It might have been like the second or third target. It was like a situation where he, he got players that he liked and players that he wanted, but he was trying to build a team around them at the time. And he was getting a system together. And then it eventually just all came together. But,
0: but Casey, don't you think though, with, with Klopp, they had an idea of the manager they wanted it was him. They had an idea of the system he played. They were getting players in for him without him even asking. They were, target, they scouted Mo Salah before Klopp even got there, and he ends up with him. It's like they, they have yeah. a system like City have with Berge斯坦, mm. where they get a manager in, they get a sort of someone who oversees that and yeah. sort
1: of deals I mean, with the transfers, I'm not, I'm not, and saying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying like, like our, that, that our ownership know? structure comparatively is yeah. is nowhere near it, and obviously they have Michael Edwards who just can just money out of thin air, and I don't know how he does it. I
2: think we're getting better at that, though. Yeah, but like, our assist, uh, our structure seems. But a little I mean, bit like in now.
1: terms of getting sales of players, he got like, what was it, forty-five million for Jordan Ivan Dominic Solanke yeah, one hundred
2: and, and twenty million for Coutinho, Coutinho and like he's
1: rest. he's from Ryan Brewster out for twenty-five million Coutinho. now, like. Good it's just the sense of like they get a lot of money, but I feel like it. it shows if you back a project, it helps. And the thing, but the thing is that what it
2: shows, I think, is if you back the right project, it helps. Because yeah. they also had Gerard Hoolier there for six years or whatever it was, and they backed him, and it didn't win him trophies. Yeah. Like the thing the, the the what they did well in backing Klopp isn't just backing any manager. It's, yeah. They knew he was the right manager and they backed him. There's hundreds of teams where that you back him and they just stay shit. But it's not, I'm not but saying I mean that like if we back Solskjaer, we back, we're not necessarily going back Solskjaer. Win.
1: But then you actually look at what Solskjaer has done. He has one of the best like, records against the top teams. I mean, like, he's, seemingly, he's seemingly doing it backwards in the sense of, oh, we can beat, our, like, we've beaten City twice and we beat Chelsea twice and, or three times and all that since but we can't beat Brighton at home or we can't be Burnley at home. Well, Klopp
2: had a similar thing, didn't it? They seem to be good against the top teams and not so good but against the, the rest.
1: The sense is, is like there's obviously something that Social is very good at, and maybe we need to look at sort of identifying issues. Like I, I've thought for a while that maybe United, what United need is a defensive coach, because the fact is, it's like obviously we have
0: was our defense? I know it's been bad. This I mean, season, I mean, but, but like sometimes overall, you see the. I organi- think we only conceded three more goals in Liverpool I mean, like last you year.
1: see, you see the organization. I mean, maybe it's not a massive thing, but you look at the sort of the personalities on the bench you have Solskjaer who is obviously an attacking coach if you look at Solskjaer's record with players was improved Martial's improved when he was at Mould he had Haaland who's now gone on to be this Absolutely fantastic! Super but do you not think striking. Lindelof's
2: improving in the soul shot? I mean, I mean that might just shot. be that might just
1: be my personal opinion, but I I think obviously the last few games those two defenders have shown something fantastic, like Lindelof and Maguire last two games, and people will say, mm. oh, we lost to Arsenal, oh, we drew with Chelsea, but it wasn't their fault. Like, I
0: don't know. If bring, I think bringing the defensive coach in, a undermines a manager. B, I'm mm. not necessarily think that is the.
1: the issue. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't. Think I also issue
0: think
2: if P, because Ole was a striker, people just assume that he doesn't know how to coach defensively. He's passed the same badges and got the same yeah, qualifications as I mean, it, any coach. I mean, you know? it, it was,
1: uh, that was more of a fart in the past. I mean, I don't know if it would still be the sense. Now I feel like the defence is actually looking much better. With maybe once we Cam- have tellers, Don't
0: change your mind. Still you I mean, I mean you know once I mean? we have well, I mean, like, once we the us teles- yeah. Defensive coach, But like,
1: in the sense of you, hey, I have seen cases, especially guns. against like, when we had Tottenham and especially in other sort of senses where I've seen the defence have kind of lost the position and they've mm. lost the shape. There's people who've pushed up too high. There's people who haven't stayed in position. <laughs> but that might be a case of the players. You never know that. But that's sometimes it's just a case of what you're doing. And, and I don't know what Also, the, the difference
2: is when the defence loses the plot and the defence loses its shape, you concede six goals. When the attack is shit... You, you don't you don't concede any so you don't go yeah. oh he's a, he's a terrible attacking coach because look how bad Rashford yeah. and Bruno and Mark. like you could you know the, the Arsenal game I thought defensively we were actually quite good like mm. we, they had two shots on target Lind, the, the one the, this, they had the penalty and the only other real chance they had was a ball played back that Lindelof knocked away like i didn't mean i think i think Arsenal. personally, was, there was a
1: few more chances in the first half Bamian, If bamyang had got a foot on it, it would have scored i think Akasaka went one over the bar because he was unmarked on a header yeah. i mean like there's a the couple of chances one. yeah i give you the header There's obviously a couple of issues mark, like especially yeah. heading uh, back post back post crosses which yeah, is, we, we we do we, struggle with but um I was saying, like, obviously, Solskjaer has his preference to what I feel like he, can, he improves. I mean, he can improve the whole squad, but obviously attacking-wise, he has definitely shown great improvements. Mm. And United, going forward, look a lot better than they have in years. Yeah, definitely. So I, there is definitely some positives to backing the Solskjaer projects. So.
2: Well, I think United are as exciting to watch as they have been since Ferguson left. In terms of, we might, you, we might score four goals in any game, in any in any given game, United could win four nil, and you didn't feel like that under under Mourinho, and you certainly didn't feel like that under Van Gaal. I feel like you, like you had that 0-0
1: small moment with Mourinho when he first when, yeah, he, when first he first joined, came in, and we were just back when we were just. Scoring four goals in yeah. like nah, ten minutes. no, that
0: was his, his when we bought Lukaku. That's the second season, wasn't it? But yeah. that was Whereas, only for a very that was brief like spell. August. I think we've done. Do you know that. What I mean?
2: We've scored. What was it? Five goals for the first time since Ferguson left under Solskjaer. We do. We score more goals. We play better football. We score. League, we yeah, make right. nice like attacking movement and plays, and we we actually look like a decent team to watch. now and it's, when it's we have it's it. silly, like he hasn't proved that.
0: Even things like hat tricks. Hat tricks yeah. were like. You know, it was... Well, as Van rocking. Persie. They were, they were rare as rocking all shit and now we've had two in like mm. the last 20 games or whatever. I think it was Van Persie Which, and then even you know, the like like cup, wasn't More it, down individuals, it. but it shows that attack-wise we're doing something mm. right. Martial, best ever season. Rashford, best ever season. Greenwood plays, what, a third of a season manages 20 <laughs> best goals. Best ever season. Yeah, sure. you know, yeah. I know, yeah. But, so, there's something there. I mean, personally, I just think I agree with what, what's mm. more or less been said here. I think a, a little bit more time It's just you have to be realistic and I think the problem we've got is now all he's in a position where if he loses for me if he loses against Everton he's in
1: deep trouble you think well let's talk about and and suddenly Everton has become a hard game as well that's like if you look to that, that if you run I mean if you look to the run at the start of the season I mean if you look to that, you would be like Arsenal, Chelsea. Where Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal right. and Chelsea would be like oh that's a bit of a hard one with the two PSG and the Leipzig and then you would be like Everton's the bit of the reprieve mm. and then we might be able to get uh, some points and sort of well I don't know we were probably hoping we'd beat Chelsea but we might be able to get a bit more of an easier game but Everton are good Everton are ver- Everton- they are but who have they beat this season they, they drew to Liverpool Tottenham they, yeah Tottenham, Tottenham lose
2: to anyone like, I know, they, I know it's beat us, but they, they, it's not like they just win every big game they play. They drew with
1: Liverpool, which yeah. was um, which was an interesting game. I mean, <laughs> again, a game they again got again battered them. in
2: and got so lucky to draw. The mm, yeah. goal that was offside and whatever the other one was. They, they, they're good. They've, they're definitely improved. They've got some good players in there now. They've got a, a, a very good starting eleven and a good manager. But ever, you know, didn't, Everton are not they, like drop pick for Real day Madrid. Yeah, he did drop. I mean, if you are dropping your goalkeeper, that's not a good. They side. look. They look good on the opening day. It was that against Palace or
1: it was, a, it was Tottenham in the Spurs.
2: Opening. Was well, again Spurs
0: were, I mean yes Everton oh. deserve credit. But Spurs were dreadful yeah, mean, Spur- yeah
1: and then Spurs kicked on into no. what they've yeah, become Spurs now which is just now. an absolute yeah. juggernaut I
2: just, I just think they've, they've been good and they've been definitely a lot better than we've seen from Everton over the years but they're not like I don't know people acting like they're Barcelona or something they're decent but they've got a player who Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to James Rodriguez off because he's he's a decent player, but he's he's played about six games in the last five years, and now he's I mean, no, coming in like be he's fair, Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, the thing is, All
1: <laughs> right, okay, I'm actually going to defend James Rodriguez. On, James then. Rodriguez has been good wherever he's been for the last five years. What on the bench? No, I mean honestly, every every time he's he's playing, been great on the bench. No, honestly, but every time James, if you look at the like the, the the stats, when James Rodriguez plays, he actually puts a lot of things in. Yeah, and but the, when the, he the plays, the situation cost, is, is, is what about the
2: stats for when he doesn't play? But what, I
1: mean, like when he was at Bayern Munich on loan, he played really well. When he was at Real Madrid, coming off the bench, he played really well. It was just the fact that he played with a Dan who has preferable players, which was Isco, which was yeah.
2: Uh, which but if was he was Modric, that good, was Cruz, he cost sixty million. He just, didn't, fi- million, let's he just didn't
1: fit into the system, which ah. was why he went to play, and he preferred other players, which is Dan. You can. <laughs> see Zidane, like, mm-hmm. he, they spent 50 million on Yuka, Luka, Luka Jovic, and he was meant to be this great talent for the Bundesliga, and he still plays Benzema every game, like, no matter what. But like, the thing is... Yeah, well, like, Benzema's really good. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, I mean, there's obviously players he prefers. Like, he's I'm, so not, s- I'm, I'm, not I'm not being funny, right. I'm, I'm not, not being funny. I'm, was...
0: I'm, I'm sort of, like, with you a little bit, because... And this is going to, you know, people may get upset about this, but whatever, but if a player of the sort of the talent and the star power... If Hamas Rodriguez lived up to that he wouldn't have
2: ended up at Goodison Park there is a bit of that mm. I'm I, sorry I, 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 I still think it's a good, a good purchase for them I still think he's a good player but this whole thing of like oh why didn't United sign him oh why he's, he's one of the best attacking midfielders in the world well is he because ba- Bayern Munich didn't think so, and Real Madrid didn't think so. Not so bad. You know, he's a you good, know, good player. He's gone to Everton for he's a reason. He's really talented, great, he's yeah. good, good.
1: Bayern Munich just did that, went through that phase of they just picked up a load of people on loan <laughs> and then didn't buy it. that with like like Perisic like last Douglas year. Douglas Costa, Perisic, James Rodriguez, Coutinho. Like, <laughs> some of the mixtures of the best attacking talent are like that. Coutinho we're, was we're, really good
2: for him. Weren't we're, we're 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 for him, no, though. got Sané instead. And they all bolted up. Um, should we talk a bit about our midfield rather than slagging off James Rodriguez, who <laughs> I actually quite like as a player? But I'm no not having. Don't. I'm not having everyone saying better edged. than Man United <laughs> because they've won three games. Get over yourselves, right? Paul Pogba on the other end. <laughs> about time we spoke about him. It's Paul about time we've, we've never spoken about, spoke about him for about eight minutes. Here's the thing: he's one of the biggest names in world football. Right. Whenever you look at, you know, even just stuff down to. Like if you go on um, like Transfer Market or Soccer Base or one of these websites and you, there's like a popular players section, yeah. it's Neymar, Ronaldo, yeah. Messi, whoever, Pogba. James Rodriguez. James Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. he, but he is one of the biggest faces in football. One of the reasons he, he gets the criticism, I think, isn't just because people like to slag him off. It's because he gets so much attention because he's one of the most famous, biggest names in world football. And to be that, you have to be one of the best players in world football. And I don't think anyone's going to disagree that he's been shocking this season. Now, there have been calls recently, and I mean, continuously for the last couple of years, but certainly it's coming back again now. After the comments about him maybe, oh, Real Madrid are decent, they said about three weeks ago, and then following that up with a series of decent performances off the bench and woeful performances when he starts matches... Where are we up to with Paul Pogba? Are we sick of talking about it? But also, we kind of have to talk about it. He does play for Man United. I know that we're sort of sick of the talking point, but he's still not being the player we want him to be. And he's and he does play for Man United. He is our record signing. He is, like I said, one of the most famous, marketable, you know, biggest name players in the world. I just, I think it's
0: What's very... Jay is preparing it's to very, say It's, well, it's very difficult, right, to, to have a nuanced sort of logical argument or discussion about Paul Popper without people losing their minds. Because it tends to be, by and large, two camps. There's the camp where they hate the sight of him, they want rid of him, they want him to just F off to Madrid or whatever. You know, he doesn't want to be a laddie down all the rest of it. And then there's the other Paul Popper FC where he's the greatest midfielder in the history of association football. And, you know, Brian Robson isn't, wasn't fit to lace his boots and all this other nonsense. And I think some somewhere in between, like... He is a very talented player. He is probably, you know, one of our best players. But I think in some people's minds, he's elevated to like, oh, he's better than De Bruyne type levels. And I mm. don't think he is that. I don't think he's at all And I thing. Did if you look over his sort of time at United, he's had spells where he's been very good. But they've been sort of mixed with inconsistent spells. I don't think that's anything, you know, insightful or revelatory saying he's been very inconsistent. And I think that's always been an issue with him. And I think it works with Paul Pogba when you're not just relying on Paul Pogba, when you've got someone like a Bruno who can come up and deliver. Because when you start relying on Paul Pogba, that's when you start falling down. Because for me, he just, he isn't that, he isn't, maybe, you know, I'll get a little stick for it, maybe he isn't as great as we all think he is, where he can be like that one-man midfield.
2: Jay, I've just thought of something, I don't know if I should say this. Go on. When you're talking about how brilliant he can be, but he's inconsistent, and, and it's been years now, is Paul Pogba just this? Central Midfield nanny <laughs> <laughs> like, are we the baddies? <laughs> all, the, all the talent in the world, yeah. on his day is one of the best players yeah. in the world. You can see it, you can see like he's got all these the traits. from distance and yeah. but, he, but it, it's been five years now, and me, he can't like, keep and, it together and, and for you know a full what? season.
0: In my mind, that wouldn't be like a bad analogy because I quite li- I love Nanny. I did. I really like Nanny. Uh, for great, me, the nanny but... show was worth it. Like, it was worth it. For it? All the, of course well, it was, man. It was, oh, it was. No, but the fact like, was, is when oh, Nani was... Paul, Paul, but, Nanny, but, but do you know, <laughs> like, listen to me, listen, like, do you know why that, that kind of works I as well? I said it. Because, was it 2010, 2011, Nani was our player of the season mm. based on, like, 20 amazing games. You, many people would argue Paul Podbrook a couple of seasons ago was our best player yeah. based on about 20 amazing games. There's been a lot of inconsistency. There's times where, if you put his words. highlight reel together, if you put his highlight reel together, it looks amazing. What if you spread that out over five years there's times when you're what frustrated what
1: have I done Joe? Th- I've, I've said it, i you've agreed I with I it. Think you can't pull there. it back I, I think there's an um, argument um, there. but anyone who
0: wants to start piling on that's not necessarily an insult because Nani was a, a I feel, ace
1: I feel like the thing with Paul Pogba is and and this isn't it, I'm scared. it's not in the traditional sense of what I'm about to say he's, he's not
0: in the traditional sense of what I'm about, what to, I'm say. about to say is, say
1: it then he's a player what is the traditional sense of what you say he's a player that doesn't thrive under pressure in a sense of let me just finish off the point when i say that is like what it usually means is you don't turn up to the big games but i feel like he doesn't play well when it's all on him Mm. like if you saw the game against arsenal and we saw he made loads like that was if for example no one in that midfield was playing well and the fact is everyone just kept giving it to pogba and was like do something like knock it over the top to Rashford, he will get inside, because you're the one of the only ones who could probably make this pass because Bruno's having to come too deep and he's he's more in about knocking it inside and into play and little short passes underneath the defender. It's like, knock it over to Rashford, go on, do it. And he's like, eh. And like kind of like like is got like, got, got one. One. pressed by passing. Well like, like but then also the overall? fact is is that as soon as a player as soon as a team notices that, and especially like t- a team that was set up like Arsenal with two really pressing, high pressing midfielders they just started pressing him apart. He just kept going on to him and on to him and taking it off him. And it was like, well, that, you can't do much. But then you've, it goes into your point where you said, well, when Fernandes plays really well, Pogba plays really well. But I feel like that's because when he knows he has players around him, it gives him confidence. Like, the thing is, like, that 3-0, that that I mean, we have the exceptions of the 3-2 against City. But Sanchez, some, for some reason in that game, just decided to turn up and the ball over the top to Pogba for his second goal was fantastic and out, absolutely out of nowhere for what Sanchez was doing at the time but I feel like he's a player that needs other players around him and it goes back to the Juventus days. If you look at it, that was a we were talking about it before we came on air. That's completely exceptional midfield who took the pressure off him massively because it was like, Oh, it doesn't matter if you're getting pressed too hard, just give it to Pelo and Pelo will get it to anyone on the pitch. Or it's like or if you lose the ball, don't matter, Marchisi will come out of nowhere and tackle him. And it, and literally you can just be Pogbert and be free and don't have to worry about having to be relied on. But and that's
2: literally what I just
0: said. That's th- the same thing. Yeah. A
1: couple of things, though, with that. Were, that you
0: that. took a lot longer to say it. <laughs>
1: first of all... Right, Jay. This is, uh, <laughs> I don't all, know.
2: First of all, Serie A, even then, I mean, I think it's a better league now than it was when Pogba was there. And even, you know, it's not that great. When's the last time a, a team from Italy... He's like the Serie A master. He'll tell w- you everything. When's the last this guy time a team from Italy th- won the Champions league? league? Is it 2007? More about Serie a, no, 2010, 2010 Into Milan. 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 And that team was like... Standout team in the league that year because Jose was there. It was the trouble winning team. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, you know, Italy isn't the league it once was. A player like Paul Pogba gets a bit more time in midfield in that league and like you said he well, had his, his great out, players out, but, out. but also Pirlo was like 34 then this wasn't Pirlo at no, his prime like, this was Pirlo who no, or, like, no, was on no, his no, second no 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 no, two no, years no, later no. he was playing in, in no, no, America
1: Pirlo's Pilo, prime was that because no. AC Milan got rid of Pirlo saying ah he's past yes, it yes and he he's was now. past it the only
2: really reason he looked it? good in Juventus is because he was in the best team in the league if he'd have gone to Brescia or Atalanta instead of going to Juventus everyone would say Pirlo was past it if Pirlo had gone from AC Milan at 32 whatever it was and he'd have come to Man United he would not have had that second wind that second wave of fame of look at his great beard that Pilo had Pilo was at his best in about 2006 he, he has
1: potentially looked 50 for about like he has and I like Pilo years. and
2: he did have this great sort of renaissance second wind but he was at AC Milan for a long time one of those players like he'll retire at AC Milan he left and went to Juventus and looked great again because he was playing in the best team in the league and I think the same with Paul Pogba. He looked great because he was playing in the best team in the league and he's got so many good qualities. He can bring the ball out, he can shoot, he can make any pass on the pitch. He's, he's, he, you know, he's got a great engine, he, he he can do all these things, he can tackle a bit as well for someone who's so good going forward. All these things that you don't expect. He can hold men off, his dribbling's well, then, exceptional that, that for makes his size. A point, like, all of these things that play well. Pogba. Like Obviously
1: you say that the France, midf- the France midfield, he got the man of match performance in the final. Yeah. You've got Kante and then you've... Um, I think you've also got, like, Corentin Delito, who's highly rated by, and, like, loads of other different players coming in. And they were like, oh, but they was still a great France midfield. And then, obviously, in front of him, he had some great forwards.
2: But I think I think Pogba's been great a lot for United. I don't think... I, this whole thing of, you know, he's been shit, I just don't think is true. I think... I do agree that he's not done it consistently, which... There's no denying that. No, no I don't think at this point, like a big, that's massive statement, anything, is, is it? That's what I was saying. earlier. No, the whole thing that he's been crap the whole time. I don't. I don't agree with. Not that either of you two have said that, but that is a, a theme that you see. This when is people what talk I mean. It's polarizes things. It's like yeah. he's either
0: Darren Gibson's not quite, you know, lesser brother, yeah. or he's fucking the, the best like midfielder th- since. Oh, he's since, better since, than Roy Keane. But that yeah. I think do you know was, what I mean? There's no in between. There's no point where you can just say, do you know what? He is a very talented mm. player. He is capable of winning you a game. He doesn't do it often enough. Maybe that's because, partly that's because he hasn't had the players around him that he should have done, and partly that's because he hasn't lived up to the expectations at times. I think that's where we are, but when you start trying to talk like that, people just lose their minds and they the don't want to have since that. best
2: thing sliced Fred in midfield. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so what are you before. thinking then with Pogba? What, do, why do we have to do this all the time? Isn't, isn't this conversation itself, isn't the fact that it's always this round and round and round, for me, and, and I know we're perpetuating this, but we are sort of trying to comment on what's going on. But that's, that's silly, all everyone's doing. It'd be silly doing. to ignore it. That's, that's all everyone's, everyone's doing. Talking about it, so it's a bit Pog calling the, the, the camera recording. Band. You know, yeah. in the press
0: conference, Ollie's addressed Pogba's, yeah. uh, giving away the penalty, probably giving away the penalty. Sorry, against Arsenal, so it is relevant. It's yes. not just like yeah. we just decided randomly start talking about Pogba. No. Um, but again, again, you feel like you have to issue a. But isn't the,
2: isn't this conversation in and of itself for me is is my least favorite part of Paul Pogba being at United? Isn't his performances because I think he's had a lot more good ones than he has had bad ones, despite what people say. My least favorite part of Paul Pogba is having to have this
1: conversation Constantly every three yeah. months. The thing is, is though, is that it, it, it again, it's United fans of. Uh, 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 cycles of United fans it's either like it's either Oli in or Oli out it's never like it's like at the moment it'll be Donny van der Beek in he has a couple of bad games it'll be Donny van der Beek out it's Pogba at the moment it's Pogba out Pogba back in like it's a it's a sense of they play badly we want them dropped we don't play well with them in the team we want them back in it's a weird system of just constantly what are you uh, I
2: can see the thumbnail for this video being made is, is it something and it says nanny? the midfield nanny with a picture <laughs> of Paul Pogba. that's it. great
0: that is a great thought. That is a great. And that will comment. generate debate but and you I will are... take myself <laughs> off social media for a few weeks
1: <laughs> I would go into hiding go and about find it. the nearest yeah. cave that you I can don't find in believe the centre of Manchester I don't,
2: I don't think that but that's what you, I felt like you were describing make sure you clip up
0: that bit yeah of him saying when he realises the good thing
2: is if he's amazing and he makes me look like an idiot great I like Nani. I, first of all, Nani was good. Second of all, I wasn't saying he was that. You were just describing a player that's incredibly talented, all the talent in the world, on his day is one of the best in his position, but has been inconsistent for five years. And that's what Nani was. But... Do I, I do what, think Paul Pogba is a better player. I do I, realize say you if not. you put quote Joe Smith on that thumbnail, <laughs> like, I can hear what you're saying off camera. <laughs> yeah, I'll <quit. laughs> yeah. I'll quit. Look at even Dave's getting in by I the quit being pretty. I also
1: realised that while yeah. I was doing he the like Only yeah. In, all the Out, I was doing wax on, wax on the motion on the table. Um but yeah, it's 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 just how United fans seem to be at the moment. It's like Pogba was bought for eighty million. Um you expect him to live up to that, and if he's any, if he's nowhere near close, we want him out of the team, we want him out of the team completely, or we want mm. him benched, and we want a different play Which he's which is Der Beek is I, now I, I with forty. Million. I don't agree
0: with that. I don't think you're saying it's in cycles. I don't think it is now. I think there's camps, and I think it's you're literally either in the Pogba in or the Pogba out camp for most of our fan base. I've seen it, and it's like, I've seen so much attention on Pogba, probably more than I've ever seen on a United player, genuinely. I, Even,
2: I think Rooney was close.
0: Rooney and Ronaldo were close, but in terms of... I've never seen this sort of trait almost of some fans who are more Paul Pobber than the United, and some mm. fans who, no matter what he does, don't forgive him. Don't like... forgive him, let me finish. Don't forgive him because he flirted with City. He flirted with City, people don't forgive him for that. Pep, said, Pep came out and said he was offered to us by Riola, and I know a lot of fans who just, that was it, they were done with him because he never denied it. They don't forgive him because he said he wanted a new challenge and they felt he should have been part of the new challenge, should have been with us and getting us back to where we belong. And they don't forgive him when he, what was it you said, he said. Uh, you know, do you know, right,
2: people, like, they know some people who sort of dismiss those comments. and like, oh, he was asked about it. If, if you were on a night out yeah. and you were being and you were being filmed and you knew you were being filmed yeah. and, someone, and someone was talking to you and they went, oh, there's a girl over there. She's really pretty, isn't she? And you're like, you know what, one day maybe it would be nice to, to sleep with that girl. Do you think that your girlfriend would be happy with that? If I what said would that, we, What would she say? said, like, oh, you know, in the future, maybe it is time for a new challenge. In in terms terms of, a, a new wife. challenge. Do you Your wife's at home like, what do you mean a new <laughs> challenge? <laughs> What's challenging about this? Just the like, fact That's that what we are. We're just upset wives. <laughs> oh, just there the is fact, no new just challenge. Just the fact that
0: I've been on a night out and there was a girl nearby yeah, would be enough exactly. for me to be sleeping yeah. on the couch exactly. for the rest Why of Why are you life? even asking
2: the question? Yeah, what sort of girl was it? That's like... Spanish! Yeah, Spanish! Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Metropolitan. <laughs> I uh, know, but I just think, like, come Why don't on. You fuck off and live It's Dad? fair enough that people get a bit wound up at that, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, of yeah, course well, it is. Uh, Jay, um, would you ever see that lady over there on the dance floor? Would you <laughs> ever consider leaving your current girlfriend and, and making her your girlfriend?
0: I'm not even looking at that girl. I've only got eyes for my wife. My
2: Perfect. Wife. And this is easy. You only have, as you that, only have Paul, one year contract left thing, with your current girlfriend. here's the actual thing you can st- say that and still go over to her. That's the thing, Paul. Just because you say, <laughs> no, nah, I don't want to go to Real Madrid, just text is that it Dan's saying I was lying. You can still leave, (laughs) at least make us feel good publicly. For God's sake, cheat on us if you have to, but don't say it in the eyes of the, of the, of the media. <laughs> dude, dude, displaying your disloyalty all over the, the front pages, it's it's, it's you, know what you're... you know what you remind me of? playing with me... my emotions, you man. You remind me
0: of David Brent when he, he finds out he's been called Mr. Toad. And he <laughs> said, why not
2: start with him? At least start with him. <laughs> <laughs> look 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 at him. Now. I
1: feel like for some United fans as well, it's like, it's the, it's the sort of... the. the the thing that this carrot on the stick that's been dangled in the face is like you can mm. still get 60 or 70 million for him. It's like yeah, you paid exactly. 80 and here's 60 or 70 million and everyone's like well that's a good deal. Well, that's it's like nice. we don't like him and we don't think he's any good but we could get 70 million back and play that, I think, pay that for someone else. I think else. one
0: thing's for certain and I'll say this like, I don't want him to leave. I, I think he's inconsistent mm. and I think I want to see more from him but I don't want him going anywhere. And two reasons. One, I think like we've seen, we've seen enough from him and you know with Bruno especially to show what he can do and he, he is on his day one of the most effective midfielders in the world. And secondly, I have absolutely zero confidence in his board. Mm. So use that money, reinvestment in the
2: squad. That'll yeah. go to buying, you know, Joel Glazer a new fucking yacht. That's another thing, another, a good point there. Like, just because we sell him doesn't mean we're going to bring in someone better. No. It means so. that we've brought in 60 million. Or yeah, of course. a 100 million or whatever it may well, be. So I was
1: like, oh, so Eduardo Cam- Camavinga, the next Pogba, is worth 60 million. Well... Uh, have you heard of this guy from the championship who's worth 20?
2: Yeah. <laughs> or, well, or Jude Bellingham who's from the championship and Blazer, he's worth 40 40 um, Let's talk a little bit about Roy Keane because he's been upset. Do you know Roy Keane gets upset? Told me to have fuck you off it? once
0: when I was a kid. <laughs>
2: So, and this is the man. This is the t- sort of character we're I talking
1: about. We're <laughs> yeah. not showing passion in the fight. You you know know made, made. Me, me
0: mates made the mistake of in him, asking him for his autograph, him and Lee Sharp. Mm. We were only 14. Lee Sharp signed, I remember he signed my ticket stop Remember it was from the West Ham game the night before and Roy Keane told us all to fuck off. Good. Would
2: you like to him if he have
0: just done a big slide tackle on you? I'd prefer he sold us a fuck off and then punched us, but I was happy with that.
2: Um, yeah, he's on, said, he's talking doing? about Thomas Partey, obviously, someone who United were linked with a little bit in the summer, someone who was saying that we actually need more than maybe a Matic or a Pogba-type player in that midfield holding area. He was talking about party after the Arsenal game. He said, the more I look at him, the more I, mish, the more I, mish. The more I wish <laughs> he was in United's midfield. Big, strong, aggressive. He likes to pass it forward. He looks comfortable on the ball. Uh, I think this kid has a chance to match... Uh, what Patrick Vieira used to do he also said that this United team is nowhere near good enough he said I don't see any leaders out there there's a real worry for United now now we've already talked about Solskjaer and the manager and all that kind of stuff but talking specifically about the players I'm not necessarily certain I buy into this whole no leaders out there because like not every team is full of like well, first of all I think someone like Bruno is a leader on the pitch yeah I think, you know, Harry Maguire, who isn't necessarily the most vocal, but he, he, he came into the defence and we conceded 30 less goals than the season before, despite playing more games. Now, whether that makes him a leader in the traditional sense of barking orders and all that, he certainly led that defence. He was certainly the talisman of that defence, a, a defence which was much improved on the season before. I, I, not, I think Marcus Rashford's a leader of I course. think there's a lot of, oh, oh, certainly off the pitch he it shows how every human let alone footballer should conduct themselves I don't necessarily think you're going to have a Roy Keane style leader or uh, you know a, a, a Rio Ferdinand style leader it's hard to have yeah. leaders in the way Roy Keane likes when you, your team isn't full that, of world class players didn't he
0: even oh. have a go though sorry sorry. Yeah, didn't yet. he have a go at Marcus he said oh he was just shrugging his shoulders which things are nonsense Marcus Rashford cares about United probably as much as if not more than most United fans he's absolutely yeah. So die red probably as much as Roy Keane yeah and the idea that and he said you know he had to go at Marcus for shrugging his shoulders at one point which I don't think you can argue that Marcus is sort of apathetic towards mm. the, the, the defeat Had to got Cavani for the way he's warming up I mean I love Keane I do and I get some of what he's saying but I think sometimes it goes to the point where you're like it's your You're uncle. Just it's your drunk uncle screaming sake. at the
2: moon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like oh, oh. drunk or moon scream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> he's there. He's don't get like to family barbecues he, anymore.
0: There is an element of that, and I think you know. You mentioned that you don't all need a Roy Keane, and I don't think we've had a Roy Keane since he left. To be honest with that type of, of leader, but you can have players that care. You can have players that speak to the teammates. Fred is very vocal. If you watch him on the on the pitch, he actually is. Bruno obviously cares. I mean, Marcus on. cares. Do you know what I mean? And even like Harry Maguire, who's been absolutely hammered this season. If you lo- watch him, he's not quiet. He's yeah. one who does organise the defence. I just think that it's sort of an easy or an obvious criticism to level at United.
2: And I think anytime any team loses, you can say there weren't any leaders on the pitch because in theory what a leader does when you when you think of the term leader, you think of, you know, Napoleon or you think of, it's it comes from this sort of grandiose status rather than <laughs> like the word you grandiose
1: status and went Napoleon <laughs> that short. <laughs> he, no, he wasn't short. He was actually
2: <laughs> above average height for you the time. You think of the 18th century right. French leader naturally. <laughs> naturally. Look up Napoleon's height and look up the average height of French people at the time. He wasn't that short. Second of all, <laughs> What I mean is the term leader you is, a, is a, a word to describe people who take charge of things and who go into battle and all that sort of stuff. So I think any time a team loses, you can say there were no leaders because, you know, a real leader wins. Yeah. That's what a leader does. They win you the game. But a leader can't win every time when, you, when you're playing football. Yeah. I, I think the team has, for me, is much more likeable, has more obvious leaders, like we said, the likes of Rashford who again isn't necessarily marshalling people and leading from the front or all that sort of stuff but he's a great example off the pitch he's gr- he's a brilliant player on the pitch Bruno clearly is what I would describe as even a, a traditional style leader shouting orders getting furious when we lose scoring all the goals assisting all the goals I think we do have leaders but when you lose everyone looks like they don't have a leader because if there was if they were a true leader they would have won you the game or the battle or whatever it may be I just think when any when any team loses you can say there weren't any leaders out there because if if there were they would have won but i just i think sometimes it's a bit of an easy an easy uh, assault on the team well the
1: well the constant argument and the stick that they use to beat with it is that like there is we gave the captaincy to Maguire after he just joined last mm-hmm. season and that was the sort of thing that's like oh if there's any leaders in the team why have we not giving it to them why have we giving it to someone who's only just come in like sort of that situation and like i see people say like oh why It wasn't given to like the longest standing player, which would probably, I think, it's De Gea and then Phil Jones. Phil Jones, <laughs> I forgot existed. I don't even know if he is the one. He's the same, he was
2: born in the same.
1: Phil Jones, De Gea. Well, Chris Mullins, obviously gone now, but Phil Jones probably. But like, of people who actually play football, um, De Gea, again, why does anyone want a captain to be a goalkeeper? I Especially never a goalkeeper understand who at the time it. was. Wildly in and out of form, yeah, and and I just never understand it because if you see Tottenham as Hugo Lloris as the captain, you have to nominate someone on the pitch to do all his talking for him because he never was anywhere near it. It's like if anyone wanted. It was a problem up the field on the ref. It was Vertonghen who went up the pitch. Yeah. Vertonghen basically acted as the captain on the field. And the fact is, is, there's only half of the pitch you can actually shout to. You can't go and tell like Marcus no. to Buck his ideas up when Marcus is running down the wing over there and he's like yelling. 75 yards like, away. 75 yards away. Like. Yeah. And then if you go to the next longest time, it's like, I think it's Luke Shaw. Yeah.
2: I don't think it's a team that's full of leaders. I'm not trying to say that yeah, we've got but Rio, I feel like we've got Scholes and, and, and yeah. Keane and these type of players in there. But I do think that it's so an easy insult, care. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and also the whole captain's armband thing. Uh, Br- people were saying that Bruno should be the captain, future captain. Anytime anyone shouts at another player, you see all over Twitter, future captain. Like, not everyone can be a future captain. It's like at the time, Rashford didn't even really seem like he would be a choice at the time. I think things have changed. he my, my choice. Maybe, maybe now, like, yeah. but I, I don't think. At, at maybe time, I'm yeah. not. I'm not saying what you thought at the time. But I think the yeah. general consensus at the time was Rashford was too young, and even then, he wasn't getting the same sort of goals that he. This is the start of last season, or whatever it was, January. Um, I just think that you know, it's it's not. It's not an easy an easy role to do I for mean, anyone to, and, and Maguire was the standout candidate to, at the to, time. Just
0: play slide there was I
2: get what Keno's saying. Oh,
0: yeah, and and there is there is an element I know where you where you say you know if we were winning you wouldn't be having this argument and the point is we keep losing and he's saying the reason you're losing is because yeah. you're not having anyone there who is showing that leadership that you need on the pitch. And there is an element of that. I think any United fan of United will be like Come on, lads, we need to see. It's not just about passion, but you need to see a bit more at times. Yeah. I do and I agree know with and that. I get that, especially when it comes to sort of stamping your authority on the game. Where we've seen our midfield quite recently getting overrun or whatever. But it's more than that. And it isn't just mm. there's the lack of leaders. That's an easy argument, and it's not, it's you know, tactically with with just you know not being no. good enough, and that's always that's always got to look at his responsibilities there. Mm. And individual errors. That's not leadership, that's just
2: just yeah. poor, mm. b- but poor But
1: The thing is with leadership and the captaincy. I mean, just going back to that, when people say, "Oh, the guy showing us," someone "Oh, future," like you said, future captain and stuff. The, the captaincy has completely changed from probably when uh, Roy Keane was there. Like. The thing is, is that you can have leaders in the dressing room that aren't the captain. Like the thing is, is that everyone in the dressing bo- room will have a voice and say something. It's like someone who screams at someone every twenty minutes is probably not a very good captain mm. because the captain has to go up to the referee. He has to be very he's, level headed. Could you imagine Roy Keane talking to a ref nowadays? He'd probably make them all cry and then they send him off. Yeah. Like well, it, would like you, would you say
0: like it was Arsenal's captain Aubameyang? Is he a leader? And they won? No. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> not really. Exactly. But the fact is, it's just like you need a group of players in the dressing room. Like Harry, Harry Maguire probably makes sense because he seems to be that someone who's quite vocal in general. Mm-hmm sense but everyone seems to respect him and he seems to just get out his way and he knows how to deal with people that's the sort of sense of why I think also the... he
2: plays every match
1: he's available all the yeah, time yeah that's what I mean I think that's why he's the captain that's the sense of it but yeah. then, you, if you have people like Fernandes they obviously care and it's just the sense of they just need to learn to work together because the, the situation on against Arsenal was there was just a lot of problems and the midfield just didn't work together and it was just a like just a bit of a positional sense mm. and stuff like that and I said this at the time it was just all four players in that midfield played badly mm. at the same time and that doesn't happen very often. You can
0: often. go with, like you can talk about any of our defeats this season, you know, against Spurs all the defense played badly at the same time. You know, against Palace the entire 11 played badly at the same time. I don't think it's just you know there is an element of leadership, but that's not the be all and end all. No. There's
1: a lot more than that. Like, there is. I right. didn't see us make a six yard pass for twenty minutes. In like, yeah, we
2: didn't need thing. to make six. Yeah, we did. I saw. Oh, sorry, Harry McGuire it. to pass it six I, yards. Sorry, to David I didn't De Gea see us make. I didn't see
1: us uh, make more than three six yard passes put together. Yeah, no six yard forward passes. No, they, was, <laughs> they were as soon as you tried backwards. to go forward, it went straight to their midfield. And I was like, oh, God, we made God. loads okay. of them anyway.
2: Right, <laughs> I think that's enough from us. Wally the week. Wally the week then. Who have you got?
1: Go on then. You always like you always try and pick one of ours. You pick yeah, one of ones. You Jim. go first.
2: I'm am I allowed to be political. Yeah. Um. Simon Mayo, <laughs> DJ, <laughs> and pioneer. I'm gonna go with Nigel Farage. Oh, he's no. posting videos again.
0: He's he's like you know he's, he's like you you, drunkle.
2: You, you you drunk you drunkle who's gone out. Drunkle
0: or moonshine? Somehow shell. managed to get a flight to America and he's now wandering the streets <laughs> of America making videos. And you're like, how's he got there? Mm. Who's let him out? Yeah, just embarrassing Britain. So Farage, I can't stand him. And if I can have two, I'll have Tommy Robinson for getting and crying as well. I just
2: don't like far right people. gotcha job? <laughs> no, you go you go next. Uh Farage.
1: Yeah. Um, Tommy Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had them any week for the last time. Yeah, 10 and years. I will if you let me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, oh i don't know I've, uh, maybe tr- troy deany for oh. being mm. exactly Ooh. what i expected him to be on talk sport which oh, was very good which is like he made he made a fun of maguire and he was like oh maguire's terrible he actually he actually made neil custis sound reasonable yeah. which is wow. which is always a bad it's thing
2: because Deeney for a long time had this like his his like character was He's not—he's not this media-trained sort of football. You know, he, same thing over and over again. He talks well. He's—he's he's articulate. He talks about his family. He brings things in nicely, and then he's, he's writing for the Sun, and now he just seems a bit like—he yeah. was liking in it, uh,
0: like you say, a play that you, you could easily like. Yeah. You know, he'd been, he'd been in prison. He admitted that, and he was like, you know, he's come out, reformed himself. Mm. Love all that stuff, and then you know I'm, I'm working for the sun. And I'm, all, yeah, so I'm on talk sport, yeah. spouting just clickbait drivel.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, like it's like oh I work for Watford, I work for the fans, and like I say, everyone knows me. i have on bar, all the fans get to know me and that sort mm. of stuff. And he was like, yeah, so like, oh Maguire's terrible. It's like why? He's like he's always been terrible for the last three years. It's like he had well, yeah, that's, the well, best that's, that's why, why you get eight Third best defense transfers. last year, and he was mm. like, yeah, but look at Ben's this match, and he was like, it's like it's not his fault. He's actually defended quite well these days. like, and then he took his headphones off and stopped the interview and just like was like, I'm not doing like but like, this is not why you should be have any platform like to do anything
2: uh my wall of the week is Nanny for making me say what I said before, <laughs> and actually you, you you made yourself you say and that. nanny you said for it. making me think it was even remotely suitable to say that to compare Paul Pogba to Nanny. And I can see the thumbnail. It's still being made in the background. <laughs> and I'm furious. Can you, you see
0: the sitting in my head about how I'm going to clip this up yeah. and post it on just a
1: picture of Joe Smith's head? And then he's just like transparent. Idiot, like, question mark. No, no, no. But instead <laughs> of like, instead of like in the Simpsons movie where it's Homer Simpson with a clapping monkey, it's just Nanny doing a flip. Yeah,
2: great. Right, that's going to be all from us uh, today. Let us know you're the Week at home. I know it's me. I know I shouldn't <laughs> have said that. I know Pogba's better than Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. Can we cut it out? No! no it's, been of, it's been sort of
1: peppered and yeah, sort of no cut out for out. the last 30 it's,
2: minutes. It's, it's in. Right, it's in. It's in
1: It's like that Japanese knot root that you get in those yeah. housing videos that DM Dublin does. It's like you can't get it out once it's in. God, right, that's going to be all from us. Thank you very
2: much for joining us for the Devil's Podcast. I'm Joe. That's Jay. That's Casey. See you later.